Hey everyone, it's been about a month since I did my last news roundup. So as you can expect, we've got a ton to talk about today. I wanted to get this one out before the Super Bowl because I'm sure there's going to be plenty of trailers to discuss after the Super Bowl. Um, I heard rumors of Doctor Strange, Moon Knight, a ton of other stuff. I hope that's true. So we have some great stuff to talk about. But for today, we've got a ton to go through. So I'm going to try to speed through at a pretty fast pace. We'll see how successful I am with that. But starting with the castings, um, Will Arnett is replacing Army Hammer in Taika Waititi's new movie, Next Goal Wins. I was a little bit worried about Next Goal Wins because we hadn't been hearing anything about it and there has been no movement on it at all, which was weird. But I'm relieved to hear this, not because I care much about Army Hammer being replaced or because Will Arnett gets me so much more excited, but just because I'm excited to hear a movement on this movie. Um, there's things happening. They're still planning to release it. I hope we get a trailer soon, a release date, because it's Taika Waititi. He's one of my favorite directors, and everything he touches seems to turn to gold. So I cannot wait for this movie. The little synopsis we have sounds great, and I think it has a lot of potential. So I'm just glad to hear there's things happening, and I'm hoping that it comes out sometime soon, because... Uh, we haven't really heard anything, which is a little bit weird. Moving on, Josh Hartnett has joined Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer movie. I'm not too familiar with Josh, but I'm looking forward to seeing him in this movie. I've talked about this movie in, it seems like, the last five news roundups in a row because there's just keeps being new castings. I'm not going to repeat the same stuff. All I can say is that Christopher Nolan is one of my favorite directors. I love almost all his movies. Uh, everything about this movie sounds right up my alley, sounds amazing to me. I cannot wait for it. The cast is phenomenal. And uh, this movie just cannot come soon enough. So I'm looking forward to that. Next up, Wes Anderson is directing an adaptation of Roald Dahl's. Um, I believe it's a short story or maybe it's a full length book called uh, The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar. It's going to star Benedict Cumberbatch, Ralph Fiennes, Dev Patel, and Ben Kingsley. Um, Wes Anderson is a great director. This cast is stacked. Uh, I love all these people. Benedict Cumberbatch is one of my favorite actors. I'm not familiar with the source material. But this is definitely something now on my radar that I hadn't heard of before that um, I'll probably watch. I'm curious to learn more about it, and I'm looking forward to it. Laura Donnelly has joined the cast of Marvel Studios' Werewolf by Night project. Um, I've seen that maybe she's playing this character named Vampire by Night. I don't have much to say. I'm not familiar with Laura, but I'm really looking forward to Werewolf by Night. Not because I know much about the character, because I don't, but honestly just to learn more about the character and learn more about the supernatural side of the MCU. That little corner of the universe that's going to start being built out with Moon Knight, with Werewolf by Night, with Black Knight, lots of knights, with Blade, with vampires, with all that stuff. Um, it's just something really intriguing and there's a lot of potential there and I can't wait to explore it. Um, Rebecca Front, Corey Johnson, and Ethan Kai have all been cast in the HBO Max Batgirl movie uh, starring Leslie Grace from In the Heights. I'm not familiar with any of them, but I'm glad to hear more updates coming from this movie. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. It's one of my most anticipated upcoming DC movies. Leslie Grace was fantastic in In the Heights, and I just think this has a lot of potential, and I'm just really excited for this movie. Also in Batgirl news, I think it's Ivory Aquino will be playing Alyssa Yo. I'm not familiar with Alyssa in the comics, but I'm really looking forward to learning more about the character, and I know this was pretty major news for a lot of fans of the comics, so I'm looking forward to seeing um, what that is. Um, Mewish Hayat has been cast in the Miss Marvel Disney Plus series. Looking forward to that. Um, I'm kind of curious about Miss Marvel because there's all these reshoots going on and rumors and stuff about them changing her power set. And uh, I'm a little worried about it. Um, it was originally supposed to be 2021 and now it seems it's going to be end of 2022. So I'm really curious to see what's going on. 
and hopefully they can make a good show because this is a huge character, an important character, and uh, it'll be a, a massive mistake or a massive failure if this show turns out to be a big miss because I know a lot of people cannot wait for this show. Next up, Mary Elizabeth Winstead has been cast in the Disney Plus Ahsoka series. This was huge news. This is awesome news. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is a fantastic actress. I've seen quite a few movies she's in, and she's always delivered great performances. I'm also really excited to be seeing more motion on the Ahsoka series. My excitement for that has kind of been renewed. I couldn't be more excited for that show, and I can't wait to learn who Winstead could be playing. I've seen all sorts of theorizing. I particularly like the idea that she could be Hera Syndulla or maybe Barriss Afi. Um, both of those options would be really cool or a new character would be cool. Um, whatever happens and whoever she's playing, I cannot wait for this. And this news only gets me more excited. It's never a bad thing to add talent to a project. And that's what this is. Irina Kara has been cast in Secret Invasion. I'm not familiar with Irina's work, but this is one of my most anticipated Marvel series, probably right after Moon Knight. Um, I can't wait for this. And I think it has a lot of potential. Next up, another huge one. Jason Momoa has been cast in Fast and Furious 10. I'm going to use this as an opportunity to talk about the Fast and Furious franchise for a moment, because surprisingly enough, I never have before on this channel. I have seen every single Fast and Furious movie, including Hobbs and Shaw, and I hate that franchise. I cannot stand it. It's one of the few franchises I just don't stand and does not work for me at all. I like Fast Five, and I kind of can enjoy some of the other ones. But as a whole, and most of them, they just bore me to tears. I cannot stand the franchise. There's no stakes. There's no tension. It's unbelievable. No verisimilitude. Also, just car chases don't do it for me when the whole movie is about car chases. Also, I can't get invested in the story when the story's so ridiculous. Also, I can't get invested in the story when I don't care about the characters. And uh, I actively dislike a lot of the Fast and Furious characters and the humors doesn't work for me. And uh, I just that franchise does not work for me at all. Every single time I go into a new Fast and Furious movie, I try my best to like it. I really want to like it, but I just can't force myself to. I just find myself incredibly bored, um, and I just can't stand that franchise. With all that said, of course, I couldn't care less about Jason Momoa joining, but I'm happy for everyone who is excited about this. Jamie Dornan is joining Gal Gadot in an international spy thriller called Heart of Stone for Netflix. Plot details are still secret, and this is something that's so early in development that I usually wouldn't bring it up, but the fact that it's an international spy thriller, um, and it's probably, presumably, going to be a huge budget since it's Gal Gadot, um, gets me interested because it's definitely something on my radar. I love spy thrillers. Jamie Dornan is a great actor. I still need to see him in Belfast, which is another big Oscar contender I've yet to see, but he's good in everything I've seen him in, um, and I'm looking forward to this movie and learning what it's about. Next up, um, the last big casting news is that Dakota Johnson has been cast as Madame Webb in the upcoming Sony movie. Uh, I'm not familiar with the character in the comics. I know that she's connected to the multiverse and she has some sort of prophecies or some sort of uh, visions or future telling or something like that. I'm not really a, a big fan or I don't know the character, but um, I, I think Dakota Johnson is a good actress. I've only seen a few movies she's in. And I haven't been super impressed with her yet, but she was good in like Peanut Butter Falcon. I thought she was very good in. Um, I have no excitement for the project, um, but I'll definitely keep an eye on it and I'll see where it goes. I still don't know how I feel about Sony's new Spider-Verse, I guess, because, um, because I'm not a fan of the Venom movies. We'll see how Morbius turns out, but I don't know. I just feel like 
I don't know where they're going with this and I don't know how they're choosing what projects they want to make and I don't have much excitement for this. Moving on from castings to other news, to Morbius, uh, that of course has been delayed to April 1st. I'm not going to lose much sleep over this. Um, Like I said, I don't have much excitement for this movie. I don't mind waiting a bit longer for this. I'm definitely going to see it. I'm definitely going to review it, but I'm not too excited for it yet. I will say that the second trailer for Morbius was really well done and got me more interested than I was, but I still have a feeling this movie will either be really bad and just terrible or I don't know. I just, this seems unlikely or really great. I don't know. I I really don't know about this movie. It just doesn't feel like it's going to be that great, but hopefully I'm wrong. And I'm, I'm much more curious for this movie than I am excited. Uh, Pixar's next movie, Turning Red, will debut on Disney Plus instead of in theaters, following the footsteps of Soul and Luca. Um, this isn't a huge surprise to me because we've seen how huge animated movies are for Disney Plus. I've seen some of the data. There's been some, some third-party data coming out. And these animated movies are bigger than even the Star Wars and Marvel shows in terms of hours viewed and in terms of new subscriptions. Um, One example of that is Encanto, which was released in November theatrically, but then it absolutely exploded in popularity and pop culture when it hit Disney+. And I think that's why this makes sense, at least from a business perspective, to release this movie on the platform. But, um, But talking about the movie itself, my excitement for Turning Red, I thought that first trailer was fantastic. Um, I have to be very careful what I say here. I can't say anything about this movie. Um, but I will say I'm looking forward to everybody seeing it and I'll definitely be watching it myself. And, uh, I have some stuff to say about it when I'm, um, when I'm able to, uh, moving on pig director, I think it's Michael Sarnowski is going to be helming the next quiet place movie for Paramount. I believe this is quiet place three and not the little spinoff movie they're working on. I love the quiet place movies. The first one I love, I flat out love it. The second one I really enjoyed it wasn't as good, but it was a worthy sequel, and um, and it was still really good. I'm not familiar with Michael's work. I know I've heard a lot of raving about Pig. Um, I'm bummed that it's not John Krasinski again directing this, but I trust him. He's definitely going to be involved as a producer, but I'm still really looking forward to this movie and seeing how the story continues. Um, next up, Netflix will be shooting two sequels for its hit movie, Red Notice, back-to-back with all of the main cast returning. I reviewed Red Notice on this channel, so you can go listen to my review if you want to hear my thoughts on that movie. Long story short, I thought it was an enjoyable adventure um, with an absolutely terrible third act twist that left me with a sour taste in my mouth. I hated the ending of that movie, and that's why I'm hesitant about the sequels. I'm not really looking forward to them, but they're definitely something on my radar. I probably will give them a watch, or at least the second one just to see if it can be an improvement over the first one. But uh, but we'll see about that. I have a feeling it's going to be the exact same as the first one. Um, next up, Real Steel, which is a pretty popular movie, is getting an adaptation, a Disney Plus series from Sean Levy. Uh, I'm a big Sean Levy fan. I've liked a lot of his projects. Most recently, Free Guy was great. I haven't seen the original Real Steel, but I've heard nothing but praise. So this is definitely something uh, I'll keep on my radar and I'm looking forward to learning about. I just wanted to mention that because I think some of you might be interested in it. Bong Joon-ho has set his next movie at Warner Brothers with Robert Pattinson in Talks to Star. It's an adaptation of the upcoming novel Mickey 7. The novel is described as a high-concept cerebral thriller about an expendable, a disposable employee on a human expedition sent to colonize the ice world Niflheim uh, 
who refuses to let his replacement clone, dubbed Mickey 8, take his place. Uh, this sounds really intriguing. I love sci-fi. I'm a big Robert Pattinson fan. Bong Joon-ho is an amazing director. So this is definitely something I'm looking forward to. This is immediately up on my radar. And uh, I'm excited to see this, to learn more about it. Next up, something relatively big that broke was that Apple TV um, is creating a Godzilla and Titan series based on Legendary's MonsterVerse. Um, I like the MonsterVerse. They're not great movies. I liked Kong Skull Island. I hated the King of the Monsters. I liked the original Godzilla, um, the 2016 one or something. And I really did actually enjoy Godzilla versus Kong the most. I really enjoyed that one. They serve their purpose pretty well of being mindless blockbuster popcorn fun. Um, I'm not sure if I care about a TV show and if I'm willing to invest so much time into a TV show. But the idea does get me intrigued because a TV show offers more time to actually develop the characters and tell a more meaningful story than any kaiju movie can. But then again, it's a kaiju movie. Is it really meant to tell a meaningful story or just have two big monsters punch each other? And uh, that's the question that I have about a TV show. Um, so I'll have to learn a lot more about this project before getting excited um, because it definitely has some potential, but I don't know what to think about it. Uh, next up, the Aristocats classic Disney animated movie is getting a live action adaptation. Uh, I don't care about this. I really have nothing to say about this, but I just wanted to bring it up. More live action uh, adaptations from Disney. Um, they're big cash cows. It makes sense, but they can be uh, very hit or miss, we'll say. Next up, the next two Mission Impossible movies have been delayed to 2023 and 2024. This is heartbreaking. I love, love, love the Mission Impossible franchise so much. It's uh, it's the opposite of Fast and Furious for me, where I absolutely love it. It's one of my favorite franchises. This is such a huge bummer. I cannot wait for these movies because the Mission Impossible franchise is one of those rare Hollywood franchises that just keeps getting better and better and better. And the most recent one, Fallout, was awesome. That movie was fantastic. That big budget action movie spy thriller has just been perfected in the Mission Impossible movies and they just keep delivering. And I'm so bummed out by this delay, but the second these movies come out, you know I'm gonna be there as soon as possible to see them. I cannot wait for them. And uh, this is so disappointing. Next up, this is something interesting. Um, Ron Howard is directing a Thai cave rescue movie called 13 Lives, which was originally supposed to come out, I believe on Easter this year, but was moved to Friday, November 18th, right into the middle of award season because supposedly, according to Deadline, I believe, it's been getting the best test scores in MGM history, MGM being the studio. Um, I cannot wait for this movie for so many reasons. First of all, just hearing that it's getting the best test scores in MGM history is huge. That's awesome. They're moving it right to award season. This will be a big contender. Um, they must have a lot of confidence in this one. I love Ron Howard as a director. He's fantastic. Second of all, this story is phenomenal. It's a mind-blowing story. It's tense. It's compelling. There's unlimited potential with this one. It has the potential to be one of the most tense movies of the year. If you haven't seen The Rescue on Disney+, Plus, it's a National Geographic documentary by the same directors as Free Solo, um, and it's on the same topic, and it's absolutely riveting. It's the most tense I've ever been during a documentary. I highly, highly recommend it because it'll definitely get you more excited for this movie. And um, as much as a lot of people have seen the documentary and loved it, a documentary is only going to reach so many people. So I'm so glad they're making a real movie out of it with Ron Howard. And uh, I can't wait 
for this movie. I can't wait to see his version of this story. It's one of my most anticipated movies of the year. And uh, if everything goes right, this could be a massive awards contender. Next up, another huge thing is that Amazon's new Lord of the Rings show, by far the most expensive show ever made. This show, no matter what happens with it, this show is going to change the television industry. If this show bombs, that's massive. If this show is a huge hit, that's massive. No matter what happens with it, all eyes will be on it. This affects the industry. But anyways, that's beside the point. They released a little teaser video and they revealed the title of the show, which is The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. I cannot be more excited for the show. I'm more excited for the show than most of the Marvel Disney Plus shows. I love, love, love the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I even enjoy the Hobbit trilogy and it's the Lord of the Rings trilogy is one of the best trilogies of all time. The Two Towers is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, the fact that so much money is being poured into the show is crazy. I love how we're exploring the other rings. Everything that was given in the exposition of Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, that exposition, that flashback is what we're exploring in this show. And I could not be more excited. The lore, the world building, um, Sauron. I can't wait to see more Sauron. Um, the events that led to the flashback from Fellowship of the Ring. This show, I really hope it's amazing. I cannot wait. Hopefully we get a trailer for the show soon. We also got some character posters. And, you know, the second we get a trailer, I'll be talking about it because this is one of my most anticipated shows, period. Next up, New Line Cinema is moving forward with a Mortal Kombat sequel um, with Jeremy Slater, who is the writer of Umbrella Academy and Moon Knight. I'm not surprised. Mortal Kombat performed extremely well on HBO Max, a lot better than I expected it to. It was one of their biggest hits of the movies they put on HBO Max this year. Um, I reviewed this movie. Let's just say I did not like it at all. Uh, I would have zero interest in a Mortal Kombat sequel. I would probably just skip it. My main issues with Mortal Kombat stemmed from the writing. And I love the writing on Umbrella Academy. I think it's so good on Umbrella Academy. And it looks like it's going to be good on Moon Knight. And I'm excited to see how it is on Moon Knight. So the fact that he's behind this Mortal Kombat sequel gets me a lot more interested, a lot more excited. And I'll definitely keep an eye on it. And uh, we'll see how it is. Scream 6 has been greenlit. Following the success of the new Scream, which is currently in theaters, it's just called Scream, I think, but it's Scream 5. The first Scream I'm a big fan of. I love that movie. I'm not a fan of the sequels. Um, I haven't had a chance to see the new one that's in theaters now, but it's doing really well. It's getting great reviews, and I thought the trailer was great, so that's something I'm really looking forward to seeing. I will definitely be seeing it once I get a chance, and uh, I'm looking forward to this sixth one. I guess it's officially confirmed now that Andor Season 2 is happening um, on Disney+. Plus. I've talked about Andor. I've talked about how excited I am for Andor. Uh, I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be kind of a sleeper hit as much as Star Wars can have sleeper hits. I think it's going to blow everyone away. I think it's even going to be 12 episodes. So it's going to be a lot longer than what we're used to. And the fact that it's already renewed for season two is awesome. Um, that means Disney has a lot of confidence in it. Uh, as much as I love the Favreau Filoni verse, I'm also excited for this show that's separate from that. And it's just a whole different era of Star Wars and something new. And I, I can't wait. Um, so that's Andor. Moving on to the trailers. We got the Uncharted final trailer. I did not like the first Uncharted trailer at all. I thought the second Uncharted trailer was pretty good. This third one was fine. It didn't do anything to raise my excitement level. I'll watch the movie. I'll review the movie. It's coming out in a week or so. It looks like a generic action adventure, but I just hope it's a fun one. I have no expectations for this movie except to be entertained. I hope it's fun. I hope it's enjoyable. I hope it can deliver that. 
but uh, we'll just have to see. It just looks generic, and sometimes generic is okay. I've talked about that with Jungle Cruise and with some of the other movies that came out. Um, I'm okay with generic as long as it's enjoyable and I had a good time, so hopefully this movie can provide that. Next up, we got the trailer for Our Flag Means Death. This is what I was saying when I said we're going to talk about Taika Waititi again. He, I believe, produces the show, and then there's a reveal that he's acting in the show. Um, it's about these pirates. It looks absolutely hilarious. This brought that sense of fun that the Uncharted trailer was missing. Uh, it looks hilarious. It looks like so much fun. Everything Taika Waititi touches is amazing. Uh, this doesn't seem like it'll be the exception. I'm really looking forward to the show, and I have a feeling it'll be um, a big hit for HBO Max. Next up, we got our first trailer for the Halo series. I'm someone who has absolutely no knowledge of the video game. I did not know anything about the story going in, and um, I was not impressed by the trailer at all. It did nothing for me. Um, it actually got me less excited for the show. Um, I still don't know what's going on with the story. It looked extremely CG. It looked extremely digital to me. It looked more like a video game than a show, which was a massive turnoff. Um, it just looked... I don't know. It just looks so superficial. And hopefully the CGI will be much better when the actual show comes out. Hopefully the second trailer can give me some more world building to chew on, some more character or some sort of story that I find intriguing um, because I'm not impressed so far. And I don't know if I'm going to be watching this Halo series. Last but not least, the final piece of news was that we got the Moon Knight trailer. I was excited for the show, but I didn't know how excited I was for the show until I saw this trailer. I mean, this is one of my favorite Marvel trailers, period. This trailer blew me away. Just the trailer blew me away and increased my excitement for this show by tenfold. First of all, just the music choice of day and night for the trailer was perfect and creepy. Seeing the psychological thriller aspects, things like, um, things like Stephen Grant looking in the mirror and then he moves, but the mirror is still looking at him or the flashes of Moon Knight we see and how his life is being all weird around him and he's freaking out. Um, those psychological horror aspects look amazing. The Moon Knight suit looks amazing. The split personality aspects, the mental health aspects, the supernatural aspects. Conchu, we saw Conchu in the trailer. Um, I can't wait. Ethan Hawke looks great. This looks like the first Marvel dark and serious and brutal thing. Um, they have a lot of diversity in, uh, in types of projects and in genres but they don't have a lot of diversity in tone. And this hopefully will be very different in tone. And uh, it looks like it, and it looks fantastic. I've watched this trailer so many times. I cannot be more excited for this show. It looks so wildly different than anything else. Um, I just think it has the potential to be amazing. Stephen Grant looks amazing. He looks genuinely terrified. I can't wait to go on that ride to learn about Mark Spector, possibly Jake Lockley, all the Moon Knight personalities. Um, what's going on? I have no idea. And it just looks amazing. I cannot rave about this trailer enough. I can't be more excited for this show. What a perfect way to end this news roundup. Uh, this trailer was phenomenal. So uh, what do you think of this trailer? What do you think of all this news? Let me know in the comments, um, in the voicemail, in the email. Um, what else? In the form of the description, you can let me know what you think of all this. And uh, thank you so much for listening and have a good day.